Hello, and welcome to Hey Listen, Something is Happening, the studio sessions. What you are about to hear is a short series of Goldsmiths BA Design third year interviews conducted between January and March 2020. Back when we were tripping over one another and the walls hummed with the sound of incubating ideas, we crammed ourselves into a corner of the studio once a week and shared our projects when they were still in the early stages of their development. These eight episodes are the products of those encounters. Please follow the channel to hear more from our year group and stay tuned for the Hey Look Something Is Happening virtual show commencing the 22nd of June. We hope you enjoy hearing these insightful moments that have remained frozen in the empty studios until now. Episode 5 Sophie and Kaya Sophie, would you like to give your name? Sophie Paul. And Kaya. Kaya Warrior. And a brief summary of your projects. Uh, I'm looking at um, what I'm calling design epistemologies, which thinks through uh, how design knowledge can be produced in a sick and impaired body. Hello, Kaya. How are you today? Hi, I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. Well, question one. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Uh, I had a really embarrassing breakfast, which was a slice of stale pizza left over from last night. And then when I got into uni, I had a vegan sausage roll, which interestingly are now individually wrapped. Oh, that is interesting. Yes. I like their sausage rolls. I like yes. stuffing with pastry. Yes. Lovely. <laughs> um, that's interesting that they don't need to be wrapped. Mm -hmm. So, um, what have you brought in today? Uh, I've brought in some shards um, of an object that I have been starting to make so I'm making these bricks but instead of them being heavy and solid they are um, very light and thin and the idea is is that when you throw them they shatter instead of the thing you're throwing them at breaking and so I have with me some shards of one of these shattered bricks oh um, that's interesting so they're hollow yeah so are they uh, when I'm making them? them yeah so I've, I've taken a cast from uh, just you know, like a standard red brick um, from silicon and then I'm painting layers of dyed jasmineite to build up really really thin layers so it can be as thin as possible and then taking them out the mold so yeah they're like they look exactly like bricks on the outside but they're sort of yeah just the surface oh wow that's really interesting so obviously I imagine you regard bricks as quite political objects are you intending them as objects of protest or is like construction or yeah so I, um, I started doing this uh, thinking about uh, the question which comes from Johanna Hedvers sick women theory which is how do you throw a brick at the window of a bank if you can't get out of bed uh, and sort of in sick women theory she's using this metaphorically to think about um, how bodies are excluded from political action uh, but I thought I'd start playing with it literally uh, thinking about what a brick would need to be for me to be able to throw it so kind of making it easy to carry and lightweight um and then also the thing of like not really being able to run away from security or police so the window would probably have to not actually break so thinking about making a brick that when you throw it at the window the brick smashes instead of the window and then what that kind of reveals about um the types of actions that we have available to us to display our political agency uh, and how that excludes certain bodies from participating. So that's kind of... Okay. Is there something, do you think, a little bit almost performancy in there you're talking about? I don't yeah, know whether that's yeah, yeah. possibly a crap word to use. No, 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 for sure. I think that, like, there's this, like, sort of 
within these ideas, there's this thing of like how we evidence our beliefs, right? And that's very much about how we perform or signal to each other our ethics, our politics and all of these things. And then I think that that's very entangled with like who's visible and who can participate in public spaces and all of these things. And and then so through creating these objects that I will then enact this action with, that's like, I suppose a kind of, I'm thinking of that as a kind of dedication to this metaphor or a dedication to enacting this kind of stereotypical political action but without it having the consequence and kind of what that then means. Mm. What do you think this object says about your design practice in the context of the wider design industry? Hmm. I can rephrase that if you'd like me to. Yeah, maybe. I could say, what do you, <laughs> What does this object say about your design practice? Yeah, so, easier? Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking about um, ways I can begin articulating through my practice design knowledge that's produced through a sick body. That's like the crux mm. of the thing. Um, and I'm doing that to try and think about how instead of kind of creating additive change, so like altering objects to be more usable and more accessible for ill and impaired bodies, how we can kind of like ontologically change our methodologies to, to think about who we're including and excluding. And so I think that this is kind of like one illustration or expression of that kind of attitude towards design practice that I'm trying to figure out. Nice. So you see it as a kind of a step in a wider yeah. process. Um, in that case, what do you think the next, do you have an idea about what the next iteration of this object might be or what the next thing mm. you might do might be? I guess like, so I'm doing a few things with this. There's like making a kind of mass of these bricks that I can then repetitively throw um, as a performance and I'm still trying to figure out where that happens like whether I set up a window in a gallery space for example and it's like come and watch me do this type thing or whether I'm kind of going out and doing it in situ and like taking that risk of <laughs> uh, throwing them at actual windows and seeing if I get in trouble. So there's that of like trying to figure out where this as an action is situated and whether it's something that I invite people to watch or whether that witnessing is an important part of it or not. Um, but alongside making these objects, I've been doing, because um, basically it's like, it's pretty unusual for me to make objects in this way. And I feel like it's quite an unfashionable thing to say, but I don't really enjoy it. I, I don't get very much satisfaction no, out I of this kind of. <laughs> I understand. I think our practices are quite similar. Yeah. I understand that as well. I'm much more comfortable writing or publishing. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the same in that. And I find the like, the pace of, the, of producing through casting really frustrating. Like these sorts of like five minute pockets of action followed by like 15 minute pockets of inaction and that kind of waiting and going between focus and unfocus. So what I've been doing as I've been making this is using those 15 minute pockets of waiting for the jasmineite to dry to do um, like little mini writing residencies where I kind of have a list of words that are circulating around why I'm making these things and kind of uh, honing in on one of those words for 15 yeah, minutes nice. of writing so I'm also kind of producing a publication alongside this that starts to kind of unpack the complexity within the kind of quite simple performance action that I'm designing. That's a really nice way to work I think kind of drifting in and out of different activities and different pockets of activity. Yeah. Do you think maybe that mirrors the way a body or a sick body perhaps kind of um, kind of moves and lives in the, the, you know, the description yeah, of... Yeah drifting through pockets of time and pockets of... Yeah, yeah. I think that, yeah, for sure, it's like moving between temporalities or moving between pace or moving between requirement, like bodily requirements, like in these things not being constant mm -hmm. and these things not being sort of uh, predictable, I suppose, and sort of uh, having to kind of 
take things one thing at a time and seeing what you can do all the time as your needs and your body fluctuates um, through health or through impairment or whatever. Yeah, and so I think like these kind of layers of production in my work, yeah, I guess do mm. sort of echo that and form. Nice. I think especially in a in a time and place where there is so much kind of, um, especially for us, there's so much sort of political action and illness in the public <laughs> yeah. eye. I feel like that's a really nice, yeah. maybe it's a really good time to produce a design practice that's quite aware of that. Yeah, it's. I think it's um, like with regards to the virus and stuff at the moment, it's a really bizarre time for people's chronic illnesses because all of a sudden all of these things that we're continually told aren't possible, like organising work in different ways, like doing things off-site, changing the way work is structured, like all of a sudden become possible because able-bodied people are getting sick mm. and so everyone freaks out. And so I think that it's like, um, yeah, there's like a tension there, which is like, what what does illness mean to someone who, for whom it's a day-to-day -day reality compared to someone who usually doesn't have to worry about it, but all of a sudden mm -hmm. is like finding themselves amidst this sort of hysteria. That's a very, that's a very powerful thing. Um, <laughs> on that note, perhaps in one sentence, could you describe what design means for you? <laughs> um, I think design is a method for processing the materiality of being. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And along, I guess also on that note, could you talk a little bit about how the object you've brought in fits with that definition? Yeah, so I think that uh, something that I'm really enjoying with these objects is that I'm like recreating something that already exists, but like almost just taking the sensual layer of it, like I'm just taking the surface, mm -hmm. um, which is a part of the object that we would engage with anyway. And through kind of separating the image almost from the form and then wrapping it back around itself in 3D, it's like has all of these surprising properties like being able to smash and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of playing with surface is like an interesting way to begin to understand the way we relate to the sensuality of stuff mm -hmm. like in a kind of everyday way so I guess. nice lovely um the last question i think this is the most fun question <laughs> what would you like your outro music to be oh no <laughs> <laughs> um anything that i like yeah anything yeah. um i would like my outro music to be uh patty smith ain't it strange nice Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> moving between temporalities or moving between pace or moving between bodily requirements can these things not being predictable.
epistemology, illness, resistance. Need me to clarify that? Here, have a fucking brick through your window.